This month is Cliff Central's birthday month, and we'll be celebrating uncensored, unscripted, unradio with Savannah Premium Cider. Join me and the rest of the Cliff Central crew at Movida in Sunning Hill on Friday the 29th at 9 p.m. for our first birthday party ever. Doors open at 9 p.m. Email info at movida.co.za for pre-bookings. For more information, find Savannah Premium Cider Facebook or Twitter and all the details on cliffcentral.com. It's our party and we'll drive if we want to. On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff. Cliffcentral.com. Jambo to all of you who are tuning in to Fashion Lab show on Cliff Central this afternoon. My name is Liz Ogumbo Regisford with the fabulous Fashion Lab team in studio today. Joining us is my co-host, Mowick Peterson. A very good afternoon, fabulous Fabsters. And our in-house trend analyst, Kayla Stambul. Good afternoon. All right, so if you're tuning in to Fashion Lab for the first time, fasten your seatbelts, get your popcorn or whatever you do on an afternoon like this one, and allow us to inform, educate you, and um, just kind of elevate your minds around the business behind fashion in Africa and beyond. This is the first fashion business radio show to go live on air in Africa with an objective to educate, to connect, to celebrate, and to empower the general public, fashion designers, retailers, and any other fashion industry stakeholders. I just want to ask you guys something really quick. Yes. I read something really interesting that said the men's fashion industry has mm. grown so much it is now worth uh, $41 billion. Wow. And that it is slowly rising like what they're basically saying in the article is that it's catching up to women because, you know, we've always known yeah. women to shop a lot more than men. So what are you guys' thoughts on that? Do you guys see that men are kind of getting a little bit more into the fashion game lately? What are your thoughts on that? They are, definitely. I mean, I can speak on behalf of um, the of men. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Not everyone's yes. like you, though, yes. you know? But, I mean, I think everyone is really starting to step up. You know, mm-hmm. men are becoming more metrosexual, and it's yes. okay. It's okay to look after yourself it's okay to look good to wear fitted clothing to wear fitted suit because sometimes in all in all honesty i'm so tired of married women and other women looking at me wishing their husbands or their boyfriends look like me they need, you know to, they need to catch up they, they need, need to, to catch up. up you know what's funny is when i look at someone like my husband as well he's obviously i would put him in the metrosexual category because when my things go missing from my cosmetic area, from some of my things, it's not a bruise situation, but I know that when my face moisturizer goes missing, he has it. When my face wash that is good for my face goes missing, then I know he has it. So I think it's a good thing. I just find that they, as much, I don't know when they go shopping. Like a woman will go shopping, I think, in my world. A woman will go shopping, like going to Woolworths to buy a yogurt and then like see a pair of something and throw it in the basket. Whereas a man, like when I look at Nick, he will go shopping once in like a year. Yeah. But he will buy half the shop. And, and that's the end of the story. But let me tell he's not going to be happy, Liz. <laughs> I think that also we need to remember that men's clothing is a lot more expensive than yes. women's clothing. So the prices are a lot higher for Very men's true. clothing than for women's clothing. So I think that even in those rare moments when they do shop, they really, like Liz said, shop, they spend, they get every single yeah. thing. We're just like, no, but what if this color, maybe they'll bring in another yeah. color, but I have to come and see next week what yeah. else is new. They're just like... 
shirts. Pants. And they're still drawn into expensive clothing. Yes, they are. Yeah. I th- I don't think so much expensive. I think high quality clothing. I think men oh, really appreciate. Me. I really do think. No, that I they also appreciate think so. High mm. quality clothing a lot more than women. Mm. That's just what I. And, think. and I think that that's why you'll find a woman buying a tell ten dollar well ten not ten a hundred brand dress and buy like ten of them even yes. though she's been told that. They are no good. Yes. They have, they, some of them don't even have overlock on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they buy it from Chinatown or wherever and it's going to rip. For, I think for women, it is quantity over quality. <laughs> yeah. And I think for men, it's the other way around. They'd rather spend their money buying a few good quality items than have like a mid, I mean, as a man, I agree with you 100%. <laughs> Gosh, we could go on and on, but Kayla, it'd be interesting to get your report um, on trends. Yes, um, so this, this week. week's trend report, you guys, um, we've really started to see a rise in genderless fashion. And I think that it has really come about because of the sports luxe trend that's really been taking off. I mean, I thought that sports lights would be dead. It is still on the runways. It is everywhere. So I think that we're finding that men and women are kind of borrowing from one another's clothes. I actually think that we are moving into an age where unless it's a dress, yeah. you won't really be able to tell what sex yeah. um, fashion is for, which I think is absolutely amazing because sometimes my boyfriend would wear some stuff and I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I look at a couple of things. I mean, even with the whole boyfriend jeans thing that's been happening, like, yeah. you know, the perfect fit. Let me tell you guys something. I'll give you a little a secret. The perfect fit for boyfriend jeans is actually your boyfriend's jeans. Wow. Don't go to a store and actually buy women's tailored boyfriend <laughs> jeans because it doesn't give you the same effect as men's jeans because it kind of hangs. You know how men's jeans. So what are? if your boyfriend has a title of jeans? <laughs> <laughs> all I'm then saying, not, it doesn't all qualify. I'm saying is go to the men's department, roll them up, rip them up, do whatever you want to do. But I find that they actually fit, especially with women, because we've got booties. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think that it fits us um, a lot better as well. So that's just a little. A little tip for those of you out there that are listening that are into boyfriend jeans. I just want to add on that I'm really not. This my worst thing to ever see a woman in boyfriend jeans. I hate them and I just don't know who <laughs> introduced them to the world and whoever did should just go and jump right yes, now. You better get used to it. Just yes. not I'm, flattering, I'm not feminine. It looks like bag something happened and you've got a bag of things and the cut was someone was smoking Indian ham while cutting in the inner section of the it's it just it's so you better not, stop girl I, I see you preaching I mean, now I think that y- you guys because I'm someone that sort of gravitates towards like the boxy trend I love things to be boxy blazers everything that I wear like I'll have boxy coats I'll have oversized this oversized that so I think that that's really an element where men's fashion has really played a part Especially like in my life, that is how it is playing a role because I'm just like, I'm all here for a boxy dress. That yeah. day when you're feeling fat, yeah. you just throw on when you're having a fat day. We all know those days. Yeah. We just throw on some, a boxy dress, some heels, and we look fabulous and we look yeah. amazing and you're comfortable and it's great. But Kella, I just want to ask you, mm-hmm. how is this whole, um, <coughs> Um, what, what, what was it? Genderless, Genderless fashion. fashion. Yes. How's that trend being implemented into Africa as a whole? Is it something that we're getting used to? Because, you know, we stick to mm. very conservative. Men wear what men supposed to wear. Women wear what women wear. So how's that trend in Africa? I think that, Mo, if you remember a couple of weeks ago when we had Punk and Ivy on, they had actually spoken about genderless fa- a bit about genderless fashion because they had said that they actually borrow stuff from each other's closets because yeah. they wear the same size. So I think that Africa really is waking up. You guys need to understand, we are no longer the co- the continent apologies that are two years behind. Yes. We are catching up at a rapid speed. We are 
we going, we going, we are no more left in the dark, like two years from now, we'll see. No, we're on trend. Africa's getting on board, and I think that yeah. it's absolutely And people amazing. are actually looking at us now for exactly. trends. Exactly. Very people, interesting. I mean, even just in terms of printing, if you, there's no, if you're looking for a print, you come to Africa. You don't go anywhere else looking for anything. You come to Africa, and we will show you what we can do. So I think that the world is really starting to look at Africa. Um, from a trend point of view, and I think that's the most amazing thing. I think it's an absolutely amazing thing. I think it's amazing, but I still stick to my point. <laughs> Those boyfriend jeans, not for. And you know what it is? I think it's also how how we know our body types. Mm-hmm. We are different yes. body types. Yes. I'm a tall, sl- slender, or. Sl- slender girl. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I'm not going to wear those things that are going to make me look like yeah. I'm falling off of a hanger. No. It's not I want everything to it's, snuggle. Yes. And and that's where, you know, it's interesting. It's a topic we will... But you know what, Liz? I feel like that's where style comes in. Because fashion is fashion, but style is completely different from fashion. Mm. If it doesn't suit your style, you know what suits your body. You know what works for you. You're not even going to go there. You're not even going to look at it. You know, and even, you're just going to carry on with your life and let everyone carry on with their boyfriend jeans and you're just going to move on. And I get that you say that you're a taller girl because boyfriend jeans do tend to work on... Shorter girls a lot better with heap with yes. a bit of some yeah yes. something, very something. interesting yeah. thank you Kayla thank that you so much for that nice report today on the show we are dissecting a very important topic about around um, rising African fashion movement and joining us in studio are some really special guests <laughs> um, we have Akona Gubevu and we have Felicity Madiope. Yes. Did I, uh, okay, did I say That's it right? Great. Yes, from the Fashion Dawn, and we also have fashion designer Ephraim from Ephimol who will be joining us um, shortly. And, uh, you know, we normally, at the end of the show, just for you guys, have a very interesting segment called Who Would You Want to Dress? And even though that happens at the end of the show, I, I want to, we just talked about it yesterday and we thought, let's give our guests in studio and out of studio some time to also just digest and really think about who they want to dress and why. So I think keep the tweets coming on Cliff Central or Fashion Lab AF on Twitter, on Instagram, we are Fashion Lab Africa. Send us some of the images or some anything that you feel uh, would contribute into who you would want to dress and why. If you want to send their picture and uh, before and after, throw it in. Our guests in studio, you have time to think as we uh, move along. Okay. But um, it's going to be something we're going to be dissecting um and, and enjoying and, 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 and getting into at the end of the show. So keep uh, your tweets coming. Keep your Insta uh, photos or whatever comments coming as we continue on the show. And um, welcome to the show, Fashion Don. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having oh, us. Ladies, you ladies are looking absolutely Gorgeous. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we so have much. to take a picture of you guys. You guys are really looking very nice. I thank have to you. tell you guys that Felicity's hair is competing <laughs> with Mo. She, it is so beautiful. We will definitely tweet a picture yeah. to show you guys. I think oh, it's thank you. Incredible. Normally people ask me whether it's my real hair, so. I know, right? <laughs> and they always want to touch it. They're yeah. like, can I touch your hair? I know. All the time. Do you get offended? No, not anymore. Like, I mean, I understand why, you know, they're always asking. Um, so what normally happens is I'll find like a hand yes. in my hair and I'll just turn around and it's like, but listen, what are you I doing? resonate with you. Trust me. <laughs> People right? come sneaking and saying, is that a weave? Is that a weave? Like, Trying to feel the tracks, stop. right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show. Um, so basically with your online business, um, fashion and lifestyle publication, who is Fashion Dawn and how would you help advance Africa's rising fashion industry through what you're doing? So like you said, uh, Liz, the Fashion Dawn is um, a publication dedicated to specifically the business of fashion. We also have a lifestyle element to it. And what we're trying to do really is 
get the message across. So the reason why or how it was birthed is that we realize that there's a lot of talent in Africa. Um, there's no issue with that. You know, there are a lot of great designers out here and a lot of people trying to make a living out of fashion. Mm -hmm. But what we saw is um, a lot of businesses shutting down in like two years of um, operation. And it started out of curios curiosity, like, why is this happening? Mm -hmm. I mean, we have the talent, but why is this not progressing? Where's the longevity in it all? Very true. Um, so we decided, you know what, let's take our curiosity and... You know, find a way to actually find the answers to it. And that's how the Fashion Dawn was birthed. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to take everyone on a journey, form a community to say, you know what, let's try and build the African fashion industry to what we believe it can be. And the response has been phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's been really great. I commend you. I really commend you because um, that is something that we really need to look into is focusing more on the business element mm. of fashion mm. and pushing that because again you know it's like we, we're always preaching this but everyone the minute you say you're a fashion designer or you're in the fashion industry everyone thinks glitz and glam exactly. you know yes. but uh, Akona what would you say as fashion don how are you guys elevating um, the African fashion industry and which markets um, do you focus on well like um, the fashion don basically like we for us to elevate um, the African fashion industry, mm -hmm. um, we primarily look at Africa yeah. first before we even look at any other, um, you know, um, global um, stage. Yeah. And um, so for us, I mean, really, we just want to give people those tools and tips that will help them to actually join us in um, care, um, in lifting um I'm sorry, in contributing yeah. in the rise of the African fashion movement. Wow. Um, I've looked at you guys' blog, and I think I've seen what I've noticed is that your blog is very African-focused, whether mm. you guys are talking about fashion, whether it's about hair, whether it's about lifestyle and everything mm. that you do. Um, is the is the global fashion industry looking to the fashion done for information about African fashion? So have you had people coming to you saying, this is who we're looking for. We want to know what Africa is doing. Can you just share your thoughts on that? Um, we're, we're a startup mm -hmm. and that is our, our goal. That is the vision behind it all. And currently we are getting people asking us for advice, mm -hmm. you know, and seeking to find out more about exactly what is happening in Africa. Mm -hmm. You know, we all know what's happening in Europe, in, yes. um, you know, the States with, mm -hmm. with the fashion industry, yeah. but no one actually has a clear direction as to what ex is is exactly happening on our continent. Mm -hmm. And this is our story. This is what we know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we thought, you know what, this is the story that we're going to tell. And it's really amazing because when people, um, when we refer them to our site, they're like, wow, this is actually really amazing. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. because this is different. This is something that's, that's very unique in its own way. So um, definitely that is our goal. We want to be that authoritative voice where people mm -hmm. can be like, if I want to know anything about African fashion, I'm going to go to the Fashion Dawn. And the name also resonates with that because a Don is someone who is like a professor, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. someone who, mm -hmm. who is knowledgeable in that. And that's what we strive to be. 
I think that you're right in saying that it's so easy to access information from the UK or from the US or, you know, from the other parts of the world. And Africa is so, we always have a little chuckle in our, in our weekly meetings and Liz is like, okay guys, so what's happening in Africa now? And it's, it's such <laughs> difficult information mm, to access. It's yeah. not something mm. where we can just go, oh my gosh, have you guys heard of this and this happened? Yeah. You mm. really need to, like Liz said, you mm. need to dig deep mm. to really mm. find out what's happening on the African continent. And I think that it's so amazing. That you guys are doing what you're doing to inform other people thank what's happening you. on on the. I think it's absolutely amazing. I love mm, it. Thank you. Um, tell me, um, how do you guys get? Because obviously you're based here and you're really trying to reach out um, to the rest of Africa and trying to incorporate the rest of Africa when it comes to African fashion. How do you find out what's going on and how do you, how do you do you feel like you've got Africa in your hands or are you still working on it? And, and, and what ways are you using to actually get information? Do you have somebody sitting in East Africa, someone else in West, mm-hmm. someone in the North and the Central? Well, like we're still, um, trying to, you know, grasp the whole thing. Um, but otherwise we are looking into having people like in, um, West Africa, East Africa and Central Africa who can, um, help contribute and also share information of what's going on there. And uh, for people here as well as, I mean, cause it's easy for us to tell people what's going on here in South Africa. Absolutely. So yeah, so we're still working towards, um, having people from other parts of Africa to share information with us and so that we can share it with everyone else. Mm. But, but I must tell you, Liz, social media has been really helpful with that. Mm. So, I mean, I'll sit on Instagram trolling, you know, and we'll find something amazing and we'll just send a DM to, you know, the person and say, listen, we were really interested in interviewing you or hearing your story. And that's how we have um, been able to reach out to other people, you know, in even across, you know, the ocean. So that has been really, really great. But as I kind of saying, we would really love, you know, everyone to, to contribute from all sides mm-hmm. of Africa. So yes, definitely. I find it so interesting that, that you just made that statement and you just spoke about it. So are you guys working with particular African designers per se? Like do you have individual um, designers that you guys are working with, that you're engaging with? Um, are they just from South Africa? Do you have people from Ghana, from Kenya, um, designers? Like who, who are your designers? So what we do is we're, we're essentially a publication. So what mm-hmm. we do is we're the storyteller. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So what we do is if we see someone who mm-hmm. we're like, you know what, we're actually very inspired by what they're doing, we'll just reach out to them. But what has been great is that a lot of the designers are like, you know what, we're actually, we're, we're actually interested in what you're doing. And they'll refer us to someone else and say, we know, um, a P, a fashion PR, um, agent who would be interested, you know, in what you're doing as well. Or it's all about referrals because it's almost as if everyone is on board with this. So, um, like you're saying, you know, the, the, the end goal is to create really, um, a community around the whole of Africa where everyone can, you know, have a platform where everyone can be involved and not just designers, but there's a whole business behind, um, fashion as well. You know, looking at, for example, the buyers, for example, the yes. planners. So yes. So that is the end goal. Yeah. I think that social media, I love that you said that it has been something that has really helped you in growing this because I think that social media is groundbreaking for a business such as yours, what you're trying to do. How important, what has social media done for you? Like in terms of reaching out to people, because I know that Africa is, it goes on mm. and on and on and it's not an easy thing to get. And I find that social media is a way to directly 
get involved with people. So how has that helped you in your business? And how has that helped grow your business mm. from taking it to not only being South African based, but to being African based? Mm. Well, I mean, like, um, social media has helped us in the sense that, like Felicity said, um, we have, um, designers from other African, um, countries that have reached out to us and they're like, they love what we're doing and, um, they notice us on, on Instagram and they would love to do something with us or they have someone in mind that we could work with. So, um, for us, like social media is like, for any business anyways, social media is so important because that way, People get to see what you're about And then the minute that they see what you're about And they can relate Then they'll be like oh okay cool Well, The fashion done mm, Let me check out their website And then when they check out the website Then it's like well that's really nice I want to contribute or I want to be a part of Or you know this is really inspiring So social media is like The number one tool that That's like very important for us To mm-hmm. like you know um, Build our company up I really love what you guys are doing. Yeah, and like, me too. And me like we too. were saying outside is um, we all have different, um, we all wear different hats and we are creatives within the industry. However, there's nothing as powerful as having platforms like the Fashion Dawn, like Fashion Lab yes. Africa yes. and other um, little platforms that will bring, um, I think will kind of like help people who are not aware of where African fashion is right now, especially the business behind it, mm. actually land into the right contacts, into the right groups of people. I feel like when you Google, like you said, African, I mean, uh, wild fashion is wild fashion. Mm. All the global fashion you can Google and, mm. and, and your eyes will hurt. But when you're looking for, a, a, when somebody from out is coming in to do a project or coming in to look for business worthy um, fashion heads in Africa, they don't know where to go. So I, and like we said, we made a joke, but I'm sticking to it is mm. that if the fashion done does not build this website called how to get, what was it again? How to get, um, how to access, <laughs> how to access the African fashion industry.com. Yes. Yes. Or, or, yes. Or who is in the African fashion, whatever you want to call it. If you guys don't do it, I'll do it. And I'll do it because we have to be, re- yeah, we have to be responsible. Yeah. And we have to also realize that we've got a very strong thing, a big thing going on. There's a beautiful oh, movement. Yes. It's a beautiful, um, yeah thing that's happening but we have to also have platforms that will help people really realize how fast and how big we are growing and how Mm. big the industry is and Mm. also just from the business perspective i think it'll help us trade more and actually do much more so how to be how to find the african fashion heads or whatever you want to call it guys who are listening (laughs) out there as well (laughs) yes be be if you if you've got time before the end of the year and you haven't seen it come from me and you haven't seen it come from fashion lab or the fashion don Please do it and be a responsible fashion head uh-huh. in Africa. Please. Yes, absolutely. I love this that we, I'm so sorry, Kayla. Mm. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I love that we have become, and especially us as young Africans, pioneers mm. of amazing platforms. You know, I mean, I look at um, the fashion dawn and I think you guys are the pioneers of it because is there oh, any, wow. that, that's my next question. Is there any other platform like yourselves that concentrates on, you know, the upliftment and the Development and the empowerment of African fashion designers. It's actually very funny because um, when we launched, we we launched this year, yeah. And I think a month later or something, we saw a different platform that launched um, a month later from when we started. And for us, it wasn't like, oh my goodness, you know, they stole our yes. idea or something and like that. For us, it was like, it let's, you that. know, like yes. we love what they're doing mm. as well. Yes. And mm. it's the same thing with the fashion lab. If we're gonna take the fashion industry and elevate it. 
we can't do it by ourselves. Yes. You know, it needs to be a collective effort. You know, mm-hmm. you cannot operate in silos if you're trying to change the world. Mm-hmm. And true. for us, it was like, this is amazing because if they saw that there's a need, that means we're all on the right track. If you mm. saw that there's a need for mm. a show like the Fashion Lab, mm. then we're definitely on the right track. And there's space for everyone. I always yes. say there's space. Exactly. There's so much space for everyone mm. that there's nothing to scramble over. Mm. Yeah, and I think for true. me, the power is when we set up stuff, um, little spaces like this, I mean, little projects like these that, that really elevate the industry to a whole new level. So I'm very excited. I was very excited. Even when we got, you know, heard about you guys and, and, and read up a bit about what you were doing, I was very excited because I was like, thank God, if we get 20 more of you this year yes. in Africa, yes. Africa is going to explode. Yeah, Every, everyone, I mean, wild Mekwe. I mean, like <laughs> Mekwe. And it's so you true, know? Liz. Yeah. It, it's so true what you're saying that it's, we have to come together and collaborate. And like Felicity yes. says, and like we're all agreeing to elevate our continent and Definitely. for people to recognize that. And as Kayla um, was mentioning as she opened that people, we are no longer looking at what America is doing, what yeah. is Europe doing. They're looking at what we're doing. So we have to step up mm. our game now. We have to take ownership. So when it comes to our print of our fabric, we have to take ownership of our styles and, you know, everything about us, especially within our, within the fashion industry. Mm. So I think that's a beautiful statement you just made. And, for all our listeners and, and, and anyone that, that listens to our show and that's into fashion or, you know, just listen because of the business, let's all come together and unite. <laughs> By coming together, Ooh. we can take Africa to the next level. I sounded so like a politician. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> President, I sounded like a professor. Oh my <laughs> you know? So, okay, Akona and Felicity, you know, I always have to bring it back to the trends. Mm. So you've seen many amazing designers from all over Africa. How are we with trends? Are we on point? I mean, I've seen some African designers myself, including the beautiful Miss Liz Ogumbo that is mm-hmm. sitting with us here. How have you found that Africa is starting to follow their own trends or are we still kind of stuck in a mindset that we have to do what the Western world is doing? Um, I think it, it also depends on the designers themselves, mm-hmm. but there's definitely been sort of a variety. Um, with the designers, which for me is really, is really great because a lot of the times when people think African fashion, they think the normal, you know, African aesthetic, if I can put it that way, like it has to be print, you know, if it's not print, it's not African. And you've seen a lot of designers who are like, you know, we're going to go, um, more on the modern or the more simplistic look. We're still African. We still capture the African silhouettes, but we have, we have made it our own. And um, for me, that's really great because you never know what you're getting now. And and that is the great thing because it, it's almost like you are redefining what African fashion is to a lot of people. Wow. I applaud you. Yeah. I applaud you. If you have just tuned in, you're listening to The Fashion Lab right here on Club Central. I am your co-host, Moik Peterson, and I'm joined in studio by my beautiful co-host, Liz Ogumba, <laughs> Regis Ford, and our beautiful resident trend analyst, Kayla Stambul. Please remember to interact with us. We want to hear your comments, and we want to interact with you. Please send us your tweets, your Instagram pictures. Um, you can catch us at... Um, Liz, at please. Fashion Lab AF <laughs> on Twitter and at Fashion Lab Africa on Instagram. And please do not forget to think about who you want to dress and why. We want to do that thing. We want to make it interactive and fun at the end of the show. So keep it locked. Keep the things coming. This month is Cliff Central's birthday month, and we'll be celebrating uncensored, unscripted, unradio with Savannah Premium Cider. 
Join me and the rest of the Cliff Central crew at Movida in Sunninghill on Friday the 29th at 9pm for our first birthday party ever. Doors open at 9pm. Email info at movida.co.za for pre-bookings. For more information, find Savannah Premium Cider Facebook or Twitter and all the details on cliffcentral.com. It's our party and we'll drive if we want to. I just wanted to come in just to support you. That's my new single, everyone who d- does not know that I am a musician. I'm actually a musician. And you can find the tune on iTunes. It's called Georgie Porgy. All right, guys, we're back. More week takers. Oh. The amazing Ephraim just walked into the studio. You have to see him. He comes in with this energy and he just lifts up our spirit and we're all like happy to see him. And I'm like, hey, Ephraim. Like, especially with late. <laughs> such a designer. <laughs> you know, gotta make an entrance. Ephraim, <laughs> welcome onto the welcome. show. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much for coming. I know we all have busy schedules, especially you. You have a busy schedule, but thank you for being here. You Let know. Mine. It's 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 absolutely amazing, you yeah. know, having you on the show. But I want us to get right into it because I know your story is phenomenal and you have so much knowledge because yeah. you've been in this industry for quite some time now. Thank you, yes. If I'm who who is um sorry, who is Effimol? Thank you. Sorry, Effimol. <laughs> sorry, please. Uh, well, I'll say. Phew, now I'm gonna reveal my age. Uh, <laughs> Uh, over 44 years, I've been this person I am today. Um, started as a model. Well, I started from high school as a, a dancer. I worked with the likes of uh, Brenda Farsis. I choreographed the Lebu Matosas. I styled a lot of, from user user to generations. I was stylist. I was a whole lot of things that you can ever think of. <laughs> you sound like Liz. <laughs> yes. Travel around in the world as a model. I found myself in the most awkward places like Istanbul. Pre-1994, before our uh, democratic, <laughs> so you can imagine. Wow. Wow. And uh, yeah, and I got a friend of mine who always teases me that you actually got um, a cover before Mr. Mandela because <laughs> I, I did some magazine cover many, many years ago. That was 1992, 1991. <laughs> like, wow. And uh, yeah, and then spinning back, uh, 2003, 2002, when I finished well, I felt like, you know what, I had it enough. I've done it all. I've been on every buses that you can see. I've been on every posters. I've been on every television station. I got tired of me just a coat hanger, yes. <laughs> being a model. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's tiring. And, uh, and then I did, I, I went back to school for some weirdos and I went back to school, studied at Triple A, got my degree. Ah, oh, yes, I've got my degree. Thank you. <laughs> in advertising well and copywriting. Well yes. Well and then I started being a, uh, experimenting with clothing more, yeah. 
uh, you know, start buying secondhand clothing and cutting and make them my own, oh. you know. And that's how I started. I didn't go to school of art designing at all. And I, um, but I think the thing that, that, that thing has been in me. That, yeah. That ting thing has yes. been inside the me. Tank, you know, the, the ting, the ting thing. Tank. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, here I am and I'm still standing. Very yeah. nice, fashionably late, huh? Very much so. Yeah, you deserve it. You're basically telling us, honey, I've been all around the world and done all of this, so I am allowed to be fashionably late. So you know we, what I mean? we accept. My t-shirts accept. are all wrinkled and all done. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, um, for the African fashion industry to rise, we, obviously we all need to rise. Yes. So what are some of the key tips or key processes or key steps that you can actually share with um, some of our African fashion designers or brands that are listening that are also saying, you know, I really want to get myself to a higher level. I always say you cannot reinvent the wheel. Mm. There's no way you can reinvent the wheel. The wheel is there, it's been done, done it. So all you have to do is just come with the new nuts, new sp- books, new things to just put it on. Wow. New wheel caps and all that. Wow. Mm. Basically, a suit is a suit. It's how you tweak mm. it. Very mm. A shirt is a shirt. It's how you how put you a little bit, yeah, you put your soul into it. Mm. And then creatively you can do that. So mm. basically it's, um, you, 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 don't try to emulate, to emulate anybody yes. and don't try to be something out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't be, don't try to conform within either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So all you have to do is find aesthetics of what works. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow, you know what? I, I always say it's very ironical. We love Europe and Europeans love Africa. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, we want to go other side of the, of the hemisphere. They want to go other side of the hemisphere. So it's very ironical that we, we, sometimes what we've got, we don't cherish much. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we always have to look back in our backyard and say, what really makes us tick in the world? Yes. It's not, I mean, I've got clients who said, I've, I've seen this. I'm, I'm from London. I'm from, I've seen this in London. I want something different. Yes. You know what I mean? And, but, your market said, I've got here. I don't want it here. I want something from that side. Yes. So you got to balance both. You know what I mean? So even when I, in my creative world, I, whenever I'm always thinking, I don't think South African, South African, so way to, you know, as a designer, I'm thinking, oh, my so to France. No, I think so way to Lagos, uh, London, awesome. America, some Japanese, some Chinese, mm. <laughs> you know, I think mm. broadly out there, yeah. you know mm. what I mean? Will they be able to fit what I want to do? You know what mm. I mean? So, now we, we're global. We're very small. The world is becoming closer and closer. So there's so much that we we connected. It's a matter of tuning it and making it appealing. Oh, wow. And I yeah. think bringing your soul into it, because like you said, your soul is yours. Your soul is yes. John's is John's. Definitely. <laughs> Peter is Peter. Thank yeah. you. You know what I mean. I, what What are you wearing now? You go to top top men in London. They've got the same print that we've got. And they would say, oh, they stole from us. Mm. No, they saw, the, they saw the market. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's just tweak it and make it ours. Mm. Yes. <laughs> you go to America and say, honey, I saw it in Africa, but I just made it American. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what they do. <laughs> you know, if in the beginning of the show, I actually said, if you're looking to print, you come to Africa. You don't tell me that you've designed this and you've created this. Prints no. are in Africa. That is where you need to find it. You know, uh, I mean, when I started, I, I came with a, a pink color 
for men. Yes. That was 2002 when men can wear pink. Okay. And yes. I was like, Cliff said, "If shock on everyone." I said, "Who said men can wear pink?" Yes. Guess what? Two years down later, later it was a huge mm. trend. Yes. Pink. You know what I mean? Mm. I did the vendor fabric and the suitings and all that. I said. Who said we can't make a suit in a vendor? We know, like, people that wanted it's always being women wearing vendor clothes. I said, you know what? I'm going to make it man. Yes. You know what I mean? You Who said, go. There we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's a matter of, you know what? Finding the market, creating the market, and fusing the market. Mm. Wow. So all those, you have to put them all together and then let make it happen. Oh, wow. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. I mean, uh, sorry, Kelly. Yeah. If I'm just makes me want to jump out of my seat because you he's know. so energetic <laughs> and <laughs> the fashion don is sitting here with us too and they also excited and we're yeah. sitting like we're in church and we're just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're like a choir. You better preach, Ephraim. <laughs> you better preach. But Ephraim, tell us um, about your brand and you rising as an African fashion designer. You know what? Um, it's never easy, yeah. especially when you're in Africa. Good Lord, it's never ever easy, because you know you always get um, second-hand, second-rated. You know, what yeah. I mean, I, I've 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 traveled ab- 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 globally. I've traveled abroad. I've put my 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 stuff across in the world, and f- somehow I managed to get people's attention. I don't know how I do it, but I think I've learned that you know. Like I said earlier on, you don't re- need to reinvent anything. You just need to bring in a soul, different feel into whatever. If it's a shirt, bring a different feel to a shirt. Mm-hmm. If it's 1960s, it will be always 1960s. Mm-hmm. The silhouette will always be there. It's a matter of just tweaking it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I decided to try to tweak all that. And um, I remember a couple of years ago, I was in Shanghai and I showcased in Shanghai. And this woman, she came. She used to work for amazing, huge, huge brands. I, I think one of them was Dosh and Cabana. She said, are you from Africa for real? I said, yes, my dear. Because <laughs> I said, why? She said, you know what? I've seen African clothing, but it's the first time I really see a beautiful crafted outfit. And I was like, oh, my word. So what all the other designers mm. be selling in the world? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of, like I said, it's all about... The craftsman, what you put in there, the workmanship, the finishing, yeah. which is very important. Very. The kind of the clothes that you're choosing and all that. You know what I mean? Because you go, you can go to anywhere in the world and buy the most expensive fabric. But if your outfit can't mm. be proper, yeah. the silhouette, the mm. fit, mm. forget it. Now for you. Nigeria. Fold your bags and go back to school. <laughs> wow. I love it. From I know that you're a menswear designer. And I mean, I've seen some of your stuff. And I'm, I've we... got women. Hello, hello. We love women. Yeah. We were just talking earlier in the show about genderless fashion and how yes. fashion has come. I mean, because I've seen some of your men's things and I'm like, hey, but I can wear that and I can get mm-hmm. that. So f- genderless fashion has really come as a rise. So for like men and women are borrowing from one another's closets now. I just want to get your thoughts of that. Do you think that genderless fashion is the future of fashion? You know what? I did that 2002. <laughs> I started 2002. Yeah. I started with the color. I started with some silhouettes. I started with some fabrics. I experimented some fabrics. I put like, I've done the chiffons on men's yes. shirts. Yeah. I've done the laces on men's shirts and yeah. pants. Now in my little collection. But I made it in a way that a man won't be noticed. Yes. yes. Oh, this is really, I'm wearing a lace. You know what I mean? <laughs> it looks so masculine. It looks yes. so yeah, manly, if yeah. I may say. You know what I mean? And um, true to that, whenever I, I make a collection, I always say we've got different kind of men mm-hmm. and I've true. got different kind of women. Yes. I want a woman who look at this outfit and said, I want it for my boyfriend because I know I'm going to steal it. One yes. Day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want this, this shirt because I, one day I'm going to go and wear it and go out with my girls. 
It's my husband. It's my boyfriend. It's whoever. So whenever I make outfits, I make sure that it's something that's going to appeal not only to the guys, but appeals broadly to each and every individual. Very innovative, Efron. And because I saw you had an amazing showcase, ladies and gentlemen, Efron showcased at Sana African last week. And when his collection, and I was sitting in front. Yes, I saw you. Looking absolutely incredible. Thank you. (laughs) you. I'm I'm that type of person when I go to a fashion show. And I look, I'm not there as an ordinary person to be like, I look at detail. I look at how it sits. I look at cuts. I look at silhouettes. Yes. And when I saw your stuff, I said, this is someone that is serious about business. Yes. Yes, he's a fashion designer. He's mm-hmm. in the fashion industry. But it's business because this stuff has to sell. He knows exactly. business. Yes. yes. You know exactly who your clientele is. You know exactly, you know, that this has to sell for you to make another collection. Absolutely. So how important is the Business side of fashion to you, Ifran. For me, it's absolutely incredible. Um, the reason why I'm late is because I had my clients. Yes. <laughs> and I said, it's an interview. I've got client. Interview client. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Sacrifice. <laughs> you know, um, I think business of fashion, a lot of people before, it was a lot about wanting their names to be out there, to be known. For me, I've done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the most important was like, Get into business side of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You've got, uh, uh, you've got bills to pay. I, I, I make a living out of fashion. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. not just about being ha ha, see me like pleasant glam. I work hard. Yes. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's really about business, business, business. You know what I mean? Because w- for me to have an amazing car, for me to have an amazing place to live, for me mm-hmm. to be able to pay for my kids' studies and my everything, man. It's about my work. Exactly. You know what I mean? So this is not a hobby. Yes. It's a lifestyle work. Yes. Mm. I live, breathe, eat mm. that. You better oh. preach it, brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I just quickly, because Ephraim just stepped into the studio. So let's please explain to Ephraim about, because you love that. What? Who do you, who would you like to dress? Okay, great stuff. So we are now to, oh, we are now, we are, well, we're a bit early, but, um, I hope that our listeners have also got their little cards out because we really need to, um, interact and also hear who you, who you would like to dress and why. Um, Ephraim mm. and our fashion don guests, uh, we have this segment called Who Would You Want to Dress? And it's not necessarily a clowning segment. It's either you want to dress someone because you think they're so hot or because you want them to be their muse, your muse or whatever reason, or mm-hmm. they just don't get it they right. They dress badly. So because <laughs> we are... Someone doesn't badly, oh my word. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to start, I think we're going to maybe, sorry, I know Kayla will be like, we always start with Kayla. We'll start with Marek. Mm-hmm. Okay. In actual fact, Liz, we'll start with you. No, I'm the I'm the uh, I'm the person who runs this thing. I, I'm the facilitator. So, you can, so we start with you, and then you run it. From no, there. let me facilitate. I'll come in the middle. But before, be, just before we get yes. into that, yes. I just want to ask the fashion don before you guys leave and before the show ends, mm-hmm. how can people get hold of you? Where are you guys? You know, because you guys have an amazing platform. Um, the fashion don. Um, how can people get hold of you guys? Um, well, we're on Instagram. Um, it's the Fashion Dawn online. And we're also on Facebook, the Fashion Dawn, as well as Twitter, it's the Fashion Dawn. That's yeah. it, right? Love the wage. If Prime with you too, where can people get hold of you? Prime, where's he Prime? What is he Prime doing? Where's Who doesn't know if you Really? No, if you don't, if you don't, then you're not a fashionista. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, you we can find if you um, 
Well, uh, Google. Google if you want. It's definitely going to find you. Well, Don't be um, so bougie. No. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we are on Facebook as well. Uh, Twitter. I'm not very big on Twitter, but we are. And my, um, I'm based in Johannesburg CBD. Mm-hmm. Well, not... The other side of Sydney. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, Marshall Town, uh, corner of Love Day, <laughs> and Frederick. It's amazing, Bouja place. Uh, and then you can feel free to come in in our, in our showroom. And by the way, we do women, lots of women, fifty percent. Of Atlanta's women, oh, thank you much. I'm coming, and we make amazing stuff I am for women. I'm coming. I'm coming for women yes. and for men. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, and then of course you can get me on our on mobile because telecom or forever is like Escom. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> get us on our mobile zero eight three seven four double six three two three. I repeat zero eight three seven four double six three two three. Email address ifimall one four at gmail dot com. We love it. So let's go straight to who would you want to dress and why? Morik, come on. Okay, okay. Who I want to dress is I love he's a very masculine guy too. He's 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 on style. He's on style. He is the head of MTV Base and he is Yes, yes today. Uh, <laughs> Alex <coughs> what's his last name again, Liz? I I She's whispering here to His me. name is Alex Okosi. Yes. Okosi, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Alex Okosi, if you're listening, sir, I know one day you're going to, you're going to get back to me. I would love to dress. I love putting gentlemen, let me not say men, you know, in nicely fitted suits because we're getting to a stage now where we no longer want to wear these big oversized Absolutely. regular no, suits. No, 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 I mean, no. please, let's get into nice fitted tailored or tailored home. suits. So <laughs> that's, that that's the gentleman that I want to be dressing. Hmm. All right. Wow. So today it is going to be Miss Denise Zimba. She's so and funny, that child. Can you stop? <laughs> I just think I think that she's amazing personality. People love her. Um, I think she's got an amazing body. I do think that she needs a little bit of help in the styling department. Mm-hmm. Not. I feel like she's very fashion, but she doesn't have she doesn't have an aesthetic. There's not something that you can pin she's her. Not like Lala. Did I say that? Oh yes, you said that. <laughs> I, I I did not say that. So I, I, <laughs> I feel like you know I love people to be into fashion, but it all comes down to style. I like you to have an aesthetic, even yeah. if you're trying new trends, doing new things. There has to be something that is true to yourself. Yeah. I think she needs to find that a little bit, and that's the person that I want to dress this week. All right. Awesome. <laughs> um, am I closing or the girls or me? I think okay. you should close. And I know you've dressed a million okay people. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna, I wanna be experimental this yes. time. Okay. Um, I know the soccer boys. Okay, all of the one lot of money now. Lately, they think they're um, on a European league. <laughs> hint, hint. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about. Um, I think I wanna get these soccer stars who think they know how to dress because they all want to go to one store. They all want to go dress same look. I mean, you go to a party, they all look the same. It's like okay, different names, same look. Very Boring. Sweet. Same sneakers, same. Okay, yeah. So I would like to take soccer boys, put them in one bus, and say, "Okay, now I'm gonna dress you. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna pimp you up when yes. you go out to play." Yes, you know what? Because I'm known of cutting amazing suits. Mm. Definitely. Cut them. I want to dress them. I want to make them to look like uh, the Barcelona boys or whoever. Oh, yes. Have you seen those boys? Yeah. When, I they, mean, they're, they're, they're when they get off the bus. I mean, they're, oh, they get off yes. the bus. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's exactly what I want to I I I challenge myself to that level. So, which team are you looking for? So, we're just putting you know what? 
any of those PSL team will work. <laughs> <laughs> they all need help. <laughs> Not individually. Yes, individually we've got one, two, three. I can count as so and so and so and so. Yeah. so. But uh, yeah, and, and have you said that, um, my friend? If you're listening, I met him yesterday. <laughs> Mr. Uh, the, 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 the what's his name? Son. Um, um, Taser. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she was, it's like yeah. we watched us yesterday. It was like, if you, if you, I need my outfit, man. I said, Kaiser, you know, I dress you, my boy. So come back home. <laughs> come back yeah. home. Yeah. Wow. 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 <laughs> Moving on. Let's hear what a corner, who a corner would want to dress and felicity. Um, I think I'd want to dress, um, Manaka Ranaka. Oh. She definitely need a help. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's an actress. She's a, she's an actress. She plays Lucy on Generation. On Generation. Um, yeah. Um, she's her sister to Dineo Ranaka. Yes. Les doesn't know these people. Yeah. <laughs> Google them, love. <laughs> yeah, I'd want to dress her um, because um, um, the last episode that I watched um, of Dineo's um, diary, Dineo designed oh, yeah. her a dress and she didn't wear it and she wore like these. Funny leggings. Pennies. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say, but no, okay. I saw it. Chinese are all over the city, town. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm brutal, straight, honest like that. Everyone. You're on the right platform. You're, on the right platform. You're keeping it real. It's fine. <laughs> Uncensored, unscripted, unradio. So definitely. you do whatever you need to do. <laughs> yeah, I definitely love to dress her. You know, just to show her, like, you know. How to look, just make her look sexy and, you know, yeah. Without trying hard. Without trying too Definitely. hard. Without dying or hard, uh, trying. Trying hard. Trying and dying mm. hard. <laughs> um, I, I would like to dress, um, I hope I'm not butchering her name, Milene Magese. If he's you know, a, Milan. Yeah, is that beautiful. Like, oh my tall. word! Only because I have such a girl crush on her. Oh wow! Like, if you're listening, <laughs> no, not like that. But I'm just saying. It's a, my yeah. eyes are shut. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to make her look better, or do you just want to bring in? I, a I just want to be her friend. That's why. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll hook you. I'll hook you. No, up she's amazing. Um, she's an amazing Tanzanian model. I know. I'm dressing her up know. for something. Hello, Hint, hint, hint. Nice, nice one. So I am going last and I want to dress my Ruru. <laughs> I really have a crush on Rupa. She does. And she I feel does. like, I mean, he just doesn't know or she, he, she doesn't know. But normally what I would do is as soon as we get together and hit the city, we will paint it yellow because. Who is this Rupal? Yes. yes. And I don't mind him. I love him. As a man, I'll go with him. As a woman, I'll go with him. I don't care. I just know that we need our date. Night where we go out and just look fabulous in some high street somewhere and yeah. just have so much fun. He's so beautiful I as a man and he's you. so beautiful yeah. as a woman. She's so yeah. obsessed and I with think that she. I think we can do together yeah. as friends. I, I, I think so too. <laughs> Liz is, let me so, tell y'all, so this, Liz is very obsessed. Yeah, this has changed from who do you what like to dress to who would like to be your friend? Who? No, guys, stop from, it. Fel- stop from, it. from yeah. Felicity to Liz, like they're out here making calls. Like, guys, could you please call me? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you've got you've all been fabulous on this show. This is the Fashion Lab. We are on every Wednesday from one to two PM. Wow. We hold it down right here at the Cliff Central, who gave us a home when nobody could give us a home. <laughs> so we appreciate them. We appreciate you, all of you lovely guests, all of the fabulous things that you're doing in the industry. 
And for those of our listeners who are not here with us, you can catch up with us on Twitter, Fashion Lab AF, or at Fashion Lab Africa on Instagram, fashionlabafrica.com, and we will uh, be able to connect later on. And right? we can clove our girl. <laughs> <laughs> we, love we love, we love your RuPaul girl as well, too. <laughs> um, and also just to mention that the podcast will be available um, on cliffcentral.com as well, and you can also get updates on cliffcentral.com, Twitter, Instagram, and Fashion Lab Africa as well. Thank you so much. Parting shots, Liz, before we go off. Mo? I think you just don't wear those bad tights, whoever is wearing bad, cheap tights. And I think that, you know, we are fabulous people. It's a new time. So as we rise from a business perspective, let's also rise with our look. Let's Very step true. up Very into the space. And not dresses with tights as well. Oh yes. <laughs> not dresses with tights. My parting, no tights with my parting shot is I want to let you guys know that Kayla and I... We safe. We thank God. We were on our way to our morning live interview this morning, and we were in an accident. But we right thank God we're alive. It was, it was it was horrible. Home. But when we got on screen, no one knew we were in an accident. And but that just shows if you have to do something, the devil is a liar. Yeah. So best believe that if you want to do something, go out there and do it. Don't make anyone or anything stop, stop you. you. Rebuke that Ooh. nasty. Devil, this energy. is the Fashion Lab. You've been listening to us. It's been an absolutely phenomenal show. Thank you so much for listening. We're looking forward to having you all back with us next week from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on Cliff Central. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic afternoon. Bye-bye.